All right, uh, it's just after the San Antonio Spurs at the Utah Jazz game on February 21st, 2020. I am James Stryan, I'm and with the Jazz notes, I'm going to do my notes, my retake, my my thoughts about how the Jazz had to lose this game. And the number one reason why we lost 113-104 to the Spurs at home is because we wore the yellow jerseys and that's the only reason why that's my that's my only notes all right sorry but yeah that's it uh they they decided to wear the old jerseys even though they decided to skip and just wear our white jerseys for a while and uh, i guess management's like no we got some more of those jerseys no one's buying them uh and uh maybe if we win them tonight uh people go and start buying these jerseys but no one's gonna buy them donate them send them to africa uh, to whatever the Super Bowl loser sh- shirts go to, just send them there. Uh, and, and hopefully you fans who have uh, mistakenly bought those yellow jerseys, you can turn them in and and, and exchange it for a good jersey. Uh, so anyway, so the Jazz enter into this game as the number four seed, 36-18, and 18, with a 20-5 home record to face off the Spurs, who were sitting at 10th trying to climb their way in at 23-31. and 31. And they're pretty terrible at the road. They're nine and nineteen away. Our starting five for tonight because Conley is out. Uh, Mitchell, Ingles, Bogey, O'Neal, and Gobert. And uh, I, I'm I am liking the little low management on Conley. It seems like uh, he's getting a little bit more adaptive to our system, especially the last few games. And I think it's helping him out a lot, especially with his hamstring issues that's going on, his knee issues, and hopefully. Keeping him on the bench uh, can get him some ideas of what what works and what doesn't. So again, we come into this jersey or we come into this game wearing their their cursed gold jerseys. For some reason, we have to do that. I don't know why. And uh, Spurs come wearing their black. Uh, I believe this is called the association jersey, or or the statement. I think it's statement. Yeah, statement jerseys. Um, and then guess who is. In their starting lineup, just like uh, he was playing last time they played Spurs, Trey Lyles. And uh, he doesn't start off that well uh, in the first quarter. He gets a foul, turnover, uh, before even a minute of play is is done. So uh, he's not getting the hometown love from us, that's for sure. Uh, and I, I am happy to see that guy not doing well, just because... Uh, and hopefully Popovich doesn't really make him practice that much, which I know he does. And uh, so I'm just going to go over, uh, this is just the first half notes uh, about uh, each player. And then we'll, we'll talk about a little bit uh, what I saw during the first half. So Mitchell, uh, uh, he got a pretty big dunk in that second quarter. That's, that's pretty much it. He, did, he was not very existent, but we all know Mitchell, he's not too much of a first half guy he likes to read the defense he wants to see how they're playing him he he'll he'll take advantage if if they're if they're slacking on him he will take advantage but he's usually our, our second half guy um yeah uh two minutes uh left into the first quarter he went in uh or he got subbed out uh the my my preference my preference for him is to actually be the first sub out uh, after about five minutes into the game, getting subbed out by uh, Clarkson, 
and uh, sitting on the bench until about uh, five minutes left into the first quarter. Uh, so that way he sits, or actually two minutes left in the first quarter. That way he sits for a good five minutes and then he plays good basketball two minutes and then rests. And then uh, it comes back into the second quarter as a starter, so he gets to really destroy that bench unit. And during that that hot streak that the Jazz had when they won twenty or nineteen on twenty one games, uh, that's that's why I noticed they were doing with Mitchell. They're they're playing him that way in the first and second half, and then after uh, about I think five minutes into the second quarter, they they have him out, and then he comes back in with seven six or seven minutes left into that quarter. Uh, to go into the half and to end the game. So I noticed lately they're they're not doing that with Mitchell anymore. He's he's the last, one of the last ones out again, and I just wish it wasn't that way. Ingles, he he looked like he was back, like at the very start. He he, uh, I call it his man, man math teacher moves. He got two of those buckets where he's just doing the slow motion uh, fake or or the euro step. He started off really good. Uh, again, he was the first one out around seven minutes, which, again, I wish it was Mitchell that was coming out, especially seeing how Ingles started this game. Bogey started this game opposite of Ingles. Three turnovers. Uh, he needs to learn how to pass it to Gobert. I've noticed this a lot from him. When he does the bounce pass, he, he just doesn't hit Gobert's chest. and He, got, he has to hit around Gobert's number. Or or he he's just not going to handle it because whenever he's in there, he gets swarmed. So you have to get a precise pass so he can go straight up and dunk it. Um, he doesn't get his first bucket until about seven minutes left in the second quarter. Um, he just he just looked off. Uh, it's just one of those those terrible nights. Let me actually uh, I'm pull up ESPN so I can see the overall stats. I should have done that before I got on. Um, O'Neal, just quiet. Um, he wasn't spectacular on offense or defense. He he, he holds his own on, on defense, and that's what we usually ask of him. We don't ask too much more. Uh, but he just didn't show up in the first half at all. Gobert, his, his free throws are my only pain. Uh, it seemed like for a while in the, the second half of last season that you didn't want to foul Colbert because he was making his free throws at the end of the season. So he just needs to find that stride again. What was he doing in the playoffs last year? What was he doing at the end of the season where people just stopped fouling him because he was making those those foul shots? But he's back uh, that first half, I believe he was 50%. I just, um, just not, not that great. But other than that, of course, my favorite thing, my favorite thing in the world about Colbert is how he just – he comes into the paint. Um, people try to drive on him or whatnot. They see him, and they either try to shoot up real quick, and try to or try to, to pass him for some reason, and they get blocked. Or uh, they're getting pretty smart and just running in the paint, seeing him turning around and hightailing it back out of the paint. Uh, that's why I love. Um, and then Clarkson uh, for him for the first half, it was, it was pretty quiet. He did score a pretty good. Uh, he scored a couple good buckets in the first half to uh, keep us somewhat in the game. Uh, Niang was just off this first half. Same thing with Moutier. And Bradley, he, that's kind of, I, I think that's on Quinn Snyder because 
there was a little bit where, where Bradley was just improving. He was just, he was the backup to Gobert. And then, um, and then he, uh, it, it was when Bradley got injured, I believe. So I guess it's not Quinn Snyder's fault. It's, that's my bad. Uh, when Bradley got injured and they had to uh, uh, sub, uh, bring in Jeff Green, um, or sorry, not Jeff Green, Ed Davis, and uh, uh, Bradley just didn't come back the same. He he was starting to get a little bit better, a little bit better every single game. Just this game was just just couldn't grab the ball, couldn't even dunk the ball, let alone handle it. So the big thing is, is they just weren't making their open shots. They're getting those open shots. They weren't making them them at all. Uh, they found themselves down early with four minutes left, twenty four to fifteen. Um, the 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 Spurs were very effective on collapsing Donovan when he drove into the paint. And when he drives, he needs to kick it out. He needs to kick it out once he, because when he does that early, uh, he he gets open in that paint because they're they're afraid to collapse on him because he kicks it out and finds the right person. And then he can start driving. That's why he's such a good second quarter guy is because he, he drives in and people don't don't collapse on him because they know he'll kick it out. But uh, he drives and he gets stripped or he gets blocked or especially lately uh, I've noticed. And he just needs to remember he needs to kick it out because if there's three guys on them on him, uh, two, two of his teammates are open. Two of his teammates are open and he needs to find that head on the swivel. Someone needs a clap. Someone needs to let him know that, hey, I'm open. Uh, and, and he can kick it out to them. Um, that and that's that's the biggest thing I'm seeing with him. And then w- the other thing is, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Don't get frustrated. Don't try to prove that it's gonna work. And keep doing it because that's what he was doing. He was just keep doing it, and it just wasn't working. Uh, so the first quarter ends. They're down twenty-seven to one. Uh, I wrote down they just need to pass more. They just get stagnant. Um, drive, drive and shoot. Um, so, or sorry, that shouldn't have said drive and shoot. It should be, uh, drive, drive and kick out and then, um, keep up with the defensive end. They were pretty, pretty good. Uh, uh, Spurs were making pretty, pretty lucky shots. And of course, uh, start of the second quarter, Patty Mills makes that flop three where he just falls on the ground, but he still makes that three. They didn't call a foul on, on anyone. So, but he's still that just those lucky shots. Uh, there's no reason why he should have made that shot. Uh, then this is when they start getting slopping on defense. Bradley is it's it, he's so scared of fouling because we all know that he just fouls every single play. But uh, it's better than backing down. Make him at least make him earn the free throws. I mean, I, I'd rather take a foul that we can yell at the refs for than yelling at you for stepping away when they're driving because they're 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 not gonna back down when they see you. Because they did that two plays in a row on him. Uh, then they start playing some iso ball, which is our game. They need to stop. They need to start passing around, getting that open shot. I know the open shots weren't there. But, yeah, we got to keep shooting them. Then the momentum started getting to us, and we got within four. And that's when they went on a 19-0 run. Uh, Quinn Snyder, didn't, uh, I believe he did not call a timeout during that 19 on a run until they hit 19. We need, uh, that's one of the things that I have a gripe about because I was in the Denver game when they went on that like insane 24 to one run or whatnot where we didn't score for like six minutes. 
And it's, Snyder didn't call timeout, like, I believe the whole time until the very end. I'm like, really? That's when we're going to call timeout? The, the bleeding's done. The damage is done. That 19-0 run, we should have we called it at once they were on a 7-0 to 10-0 run. No more than 10. Like, I, I get it. You're, it was an 8-0 run. Someone scores a 3. Yeah, call timeout. Don't like it to 19. Um, and then we're just standing on offense. And that just frustrates me. Just the, you had the two guys, uh, I believe it was Niang and, uh, uh, I believe it was Niang and, and uh, Clarkson, I believe, just goes to the corners and they just stood there. They stood there. And Donovan Mitchell's trying to drive it, Don, you know, and, and that's when he gets stripped. And, and well, that's not how we play. That's just, that's not how we play. And so, of course, we go into to uh, halftime, hurting more than what we're at. And so, this will get to my philosophy. So, this is my philosophy with uh, how how we should play. Our defense is our offense, and and I'm sure people have heard this before. I'm sure I've heard this before, but just watching myself, defense is our offense. And in that first half, whenever we have a good defensive stop where we strip the ball or at all and and it's called transition offense or even if we just get a good defensive stop uh, as far as like a steal or a bad pass and frustrate the other player or if we get a, a get a rebound we stop them from shooting and we shoot the ball within 10 seconds of the shot clock going down when we do that and we do it effectively we we have no problems with with winning the game so we we scored 16 points here in that first half from doing that the second half, uh, or sorry, the first half when uh, when they score a point and we have to play our full court offense or our half court offense, uh, after they score, we only scored 18 points. And so if we get into our rebounds, as far as told the game, it's pretty even, 48 to 47. Uh, they're, they're missing a lot of shots at the end when we start climbing back. But it was a lot more lopsided on the rebounds uh, after the first half. So that just tells us that uh, we're missing more shots and they're just making them. So when we get good defensive stops and do those transition offense, we're, we're on fire. We can't be stopped. And, yeah, that's kind of my first notes of the first half. Let's get into the second half. We're going to go over, again, the players. I kind of stopped taking note uh, once we got down 22 with, like, seven minutes left. So I, I just watched the game and just enjoyed it. Uh, right out of the gate. Uh, Mitchell scored a three. Well, he didn't he, right off the gate. Uh, Bogey did a steal and dunk, and then Mitchell scored a three, eight, a three, and then he was out eight minutes, right where I want him. Uh, we we played our our half with Mitchell that I like, and and yes, we we were already down nineteen. We lost by nine. I don't think that's the main factor why we we're able to uh, gain nine points on that half, but that's how I believe that we do our best is get Mitchell out first and he's with that second rotation and, and Clarkson can, can pick up that offense that we need because he comes in first. Uh, he, but, uh, so after that three, he just keeps driving. He keeps getting the ball stripped away from him. Uh, we end up having him with oh, only one turnover, uh, at the end, I thought it was more than that because how many times he got stripped or blocked or a bad pass. 
uh, or not a bad pass, but just a strip. Um, but I thought it was more than one turnover just by the way it felt. This game just felt awful. Um, Bogey, he was just, he came out ready to play. And then he went to the bench and came back and decided he, he was done playing. Ingles went ice cold after that first, after we decided to let him go inside, even though he had the most points. Uh, during the f- first substitution, we let him go in. He shouldn't have gone in. He should have just stayed out there because he was in there. Again, o- O'Neal, non-existent. He ended up the game uh, with nine points because he scored a, a three at the end. Got a couple of free throws in. Um, but he was there for us uh, when it came to our rebounds uh, when we started getting a little bit closer in the game in the fourth quarter. Um, Gobert, man, that Euro step that looks like he's taking four or five steps. And you go back and watch your play, and so he's taking two, and then you see the whole Spurs bench just calling a travel. I love that. He needs to do that more because people think that after his first step, he doesn't have another step. And and uh, and the other thing, just looking at the All Star game, yeah, I know there's no defense, but people people weren't also too light on those first three quarters of that game. It was pretty. It was pretty good ball playing, and. He got 21 points. I mean, people know that he has that capability because they were giving it to him. He was he was cleaning up boards. He was dunking him back in. Uh, so maybe there's just that little tiny all-star hangover from Mitchell and Gobert this game. Gobert did, again, a lot better than Mitchell did. He ended up with 18 points. Mitchell with only 12 on 5 and 14 shooting. Uh, Gobert only... Missed one shot, which I don't think should count because it was that, I believe it was that shot that he grabbed the rebound and he missed the re. I think he didn't really fully handle that rebound and he tried to dunk it in, but he already lost it. They probably count that against him. Uh, again, his free throws, he, he ended up being a little bit better than 50% at the end of the game, 4-7. He's, again, our number one rebounder. And Wow, that's terrible. Uh Again, he's our number one rebounder, 14 rebounds. Uh, but everybody's plus and minus. The only one, only ones with pluses were the the last second bench players and Moutier. Moutier actually was very happy with him this game. Uh, he was driving. He was getting fouled. He was making all of his foul shots. Uh, he was 60% on the field, 33% on the on the three pointing line. Just getting 18 points for us. Um, so I was very happy with O'Neal. Nang uh, decided to wake up and make his threes in that second half. Uh, I think he missed the, only the the first one in the first half, and I believe he went three for three that second half. Um, and then he missed a long two, I believe, in that first half. Um, but he decided to show up in the second half. Um, but again, we we we, st- we start off a five zero run, and Popovich just calls a timeout right away. And that's just what we had to do in that second half. The second that they just started pulling away more, we should call a timeout. And, you know, do that wake-up moment. Like, wake up. We're no longer, you know, uh, on this all-star break. We're here to play. We need to get into that second seed. We need to get into that first seed. Uh, I, I think we need to get in that first seed just to really give our confidence boost up. And, it, and just, I don't want the Lakers to be a first seed, even though I used to be. Yeah, I'm not going to get there. Um, then, uh, so as I said, uh, people driving in the paint, like Mitchell, uh, 
and just getting the ball stripped or just making a bad shot or just not doing that great. Gobert got the same thing. He went into the paint, got doubled, kicked it out to O'Neal. O'Neal drove and got fouled because it was an open drive. Perfect. That's that's perfect. That's what we need to do. We do more of that, uh, and I believe we do get more games in under our belt as a win. Uh, then we went back to bad mistakes. Uh, we just felt like we were going through the motions. There was no urgency. We, we scored, they scored, we scored, they scored. I believe we get within 18, then we go back down to 22, get back within 17, give we go back down to 20. It was just, it was just consistently back and forth basketball. And then at, at the end of, th- at the end of the third, we woke up again, decided to get our dis- defensive stops, starting to get more scores in, and we end up uh, being down by 18 going into that uh, fourth quarter. <sighs> then uh, uh, the overall, uh, there's just so many late foul calls not on, on both sides, and I don't like getting into the refs too much, but I'll, I'll call them out if I have to. Just late calls. That's just, I think sometimes they just want to see if the ball goes in, and if it doesn't go in, they'll just call foul. Because I go, okay, well, it went in, so whatever. No, it's an one. And the dude gets fouled, and he misses it. Now it's two shots. Call it right away. Don't wait for the ball to go in, because sometimes it seems that way. Uh, we got in 12. Uh, we got within 12, uh, started playing our, our, our game again. And then uh, there's a couple travels I've noticed from the... the uh, Spurs side, and it's, it's it seems like that for that part of the court in Utah, because it's always in Utah, that part of the court, like James Harden, there it's just they'll travel and the refs won't see it. So I call it the no travel zone. So hey, uh, if you're an opponent, just go find that zone and just walk out all day if you want. Um, and then uh, I saw this for the first time for us is usually against us. Uh, we finally get a landing zone call from Jordan Clarkson. He shoots up a three. He nearly breaks his ankle on the way down. He did kick out a little bit on his right foot, but not enough. Uh, it, not like a, a James Harden kick out uh, for sure. So uh, we got that. He made all three three points, and I believe uh, I believe we uh, scored two more points, so it was a five-point play on us. So that was great. Then the refs started calling their ticky-tack fourth-quarter calls against us. Uh, that that was really prominent in the Dallas game, if I remember right. Uh, I believe Dallas went to the line like 20 times, and we didn't go to the line at all in the fourth quarter. And they were just hacking us they were, uh, and because they had urgency. And I don't blame them. But they are hacking us, and we weren't getting calls. So continued the hack. And I can't blame them on that. And then we just barely touched uh, uh, Luka Doncic and... and or, or Porzingis actually didn't play that game. Luca didn't play that game, but we just barely touched one of the Mavs players, and oh, it's a foul. And then they get to go to the line. Uh, then uh, with four minutes left, we got within 10, and that's it. We just decided that uh, we're done. Uh, yeah, we, we, we tried pushing it a little bit. We're just missing open shots. They were making pretty good shots. Uh, we started getting lax, really lax at the end of that four minutes about defense and uh, just wish that uh, we just buckled down because I think it, this game was very, very winnable, especially with four minutes left down by 10. 
we did buckle down. Um, I get it. It's after all-star break. We haven't played in a week now, over a week. Uh, and uh, I get it. So, uh, again, let's go with my theory. Good defense. How many points did we score after we did good defense? It was 28 total in the game. And then when we scored, uh, when we had to do our half-court transition basketball, after they scored, we only scored 30. Um, so that's 58 points of our 104. Um, I believe once, uh, and I'm going to keep track of this because I'm very interested because that's my theory. Another thing, too, is that, that Gobert, the, 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 our, why our defense is slacking, because they're isolating Gobert. They're isolating him to that uh, far side. They're taking him out of the defense. Uh, whoever is guarding him, uh, especially two, both the big men, can shoot threes. Whoever he's guarding, they're hanging out at the three-point line. They're getting him out of the paint. I don't blame him. But there needs to be, uh, we need to do a box in one, uh, or we need to do something to get him closer to that paint. And I know zones are very popular in the NBA, but to, if they're doing that to us, we just need to do that. We need to find a way to get Gobert in that paint. Um, if you think I'm stupid, uh, go ahead and let me know. Uh, I'd like to hear some feedback on my podcasting or my my thoughts i like to have a conversation don't just comment if you think i'm stupid comment about things you've seen uh maybe i'll do a shout out uh hey you know this guy has a pretty good point i pay attention more to that game i'll call you out hey man i, I think you're on to something uh again i'm just some guy who can't play basketball well i can't i can't play basketball but nowhere near the high school level anymore even though i was on a high school team but I can't even play in high school now if you made me. But but this isn't meant to say, hey, I know everything. Hey, the Jazz suck. There's nothing they can do. No. Uh, this is just a good game that we just lost. We, we, it's a very winnable game if if we played our game and we just decided not to. Uh, that urgency wasn't there. And just hopefully we get that urgency back. I believe we'll be back at it. Uh, I think we just need to address that issue of Gobert being... Uh, pushed away from the paint, pushed away from playing defense because, to me, that's that's the reason why he's winning uh, defensive player of the year again. Because if you watch every single play, they force him out of the defense, or they don't even uh, they don't even attack. And I believe it was the third, fourth quarter they started attacking him more. And I don't believe there was one player that scored on him unless they got fouled. And, and that's just me thinking. So tomorrow we're playing Houston in Utah. Uh, we're going to play against that small ball, which we seem to struggle with. Uh, it's going to be at 6.30 Mountain Standard Time. Don't be 30 minutes late like I, I could have been if they didn't remind me. Uh, so, And let's do our playoff race for what's going on. So tonight... Uh, Denver lost to Oklahoma City, so that helps us out to stay in the, in the not only within the reach of the second seed, but also in to win our our uh, division. Uh, they lost one hundred six to one thirteen. Dallas beat Orlando one twenty two to one hundred six. Uh, not too surprising there. Well, uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and again, comment if you have anything else to say. Any input.